So the big question is, why do so many people get sicker and experience more pain as they get older, while others are able to age better, enjoy life, and live healthier? With so much misinformation, it's confusing to know what you should and should not do when it comes to taking care of your body. My name is Dr. Brad Wolf, and my mission is to transform world health. In this podcast, I want to share the best strategies on the planet for living max health, feeling amazing, and aging pain-free. Welcome to the conversation. Hi, everybody. How everybody's doing this morning? So my name is Dr. Brad Wolf. Um, I have a practice here in Charlotte, North Carolina called Innovation Health. We've been here for about five years. I was in a private practice outside of Washington, D.C. in a place called Tyson's Corner, Virginia for 16 and a half years. And uh, I love chiropractic. So I'm going to hopefully share some of that with you, something that will help you to be able to navigate some, your pathway in life. Um, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about my own journey, how I came to be a chiropractor, and why I maybe didn't go in the direction of PTOT and any number of different professions. Um, I grew up and I was, I was a fairly, um, I don't want to say I was a really sick kid. I was pretty sick. But most people, when they think of chiropractors, they think of, what do they think of? Think of back pain, neck pain, headaches. Yes? Well, the first time I ever went to a chiropractor, I didn't have back pain, neck pain, or headaches. I had a really, really stressed immune system. I had horrible allergies. I had asthma. I was in and out of the emergency room. I was using an inhaler on a regular basis. And when I started seeing the chiropractor, all that stuff went away. So a lot of people say, well, what does that have anything to do with chiropractic? So we're going to talk a little bit about that. So when I was 22, a friend came to me and they said, I have some friends that are chiropractors. You want to come meet them? And I absolutely knew absolutely nothing about it. And I said, sure, let's go. So I went to to their house. And there were two, it was also a husband and wife chiropractic team. And I received my first chiropractic treatment, and it changed my life. And from that day forward, I pretty much have seen chiropractors on a regular basis from that time until the present time. So I just turned 50 this year. For 28 years, I've been getting regular chiropractic care. So in the course of looking at your professions and what it is that you want to do, for me, the key element for me understanding where it is that I wanted to go was that I was not taking, I had grown up taking all these meds, being in and out of the hospital and all these things, and I didn't want that anymore. And so I was looking for solutions that were more non-drug, non-surgery, non-pharmacological based treatments. And so when I got introduced to chiropractic, chiropractic is the largest natural, non-drug, non-surgery profession in the world. You guys know that? So when you're looking at professions, it really, some of it, a lot of it for me was about my philosophy and what I was thinking about the body. I haven't taken any meds in 28 years. Not for a headache, not for back pain, not for neck pain, not for digestive problems, not for nothing. So the difference when I started seeing a chiropractor was I started noticing changes in my own body. 
But several years later, I became a chiropractor myself. And as I started taking care of people, I realized not only were their back and neck pain go away, but their sinuses were clearing up, their headaches were going away. I would treat kids with chronic ear infections, and the ear infections would clear up. People who had everything from epilepsy, heart disease, all sorts of things would start to clear up. So most people, if you've never been to a chiropractor before, you may, if you've gone to the chiropractor before, you may have gone for the first time because you had pain somewhere in your body. But the fact is, chiropractic is much, much bigger than that. So in the, in the mid-70s, and again, I don't know what it is that you know or don't know about chiropractic, but I'm going to give you a little bit of history here. In the 70s, there was a famous Supreme Court case called Wilkes versus AMA. And James Wilkes took on the American Medical Association because the American Medical Association was attempting to contain and eliminate the chiropractic profession, just in the same way that they did with homeopathy and with other professions as well. And so James Wilkes and a group of chiropractors actually went to bat and they took them all the way to the Supreme Court and we won. We won an antitrust case. And you can look up online and look at Wilkes versus AMA and it will tell you the story. But chiropractic is a separate and distinct profession outside of medicine. Now what I think chiropractors have attempted to do is to try to connect with some aspects of medicine because I think that we need, it needs to be a group effort. But like on the football field, NFL teams, NBA teams, they all have chiropractors. And they have to work side by side with physical trainers. They have to work with the orthopedic surgeons. You know, the orthopedic surgeons sit at the top of the food chain. And so in chiropractic, there are all sorts of different options that you have to be able to pursue specialties within. So for myself, I've been mostly in, in general practice, but my specialty had kind of moved about, I've been in practice for 22 years, but 13 years ago, I had a handful of patients that I ended up referring out for surgical consults. Because some people, they get bad enough and they have spinal injuries and then they end up in a, in a, in on, on a surgical table. And it upset me because I really didn't want people to be having to be on a lifetime of drugs and surgery. So I invested in some very expensive technology to help people to recover non-surgically from disc-related problems. And now to date, after 13 years, we've helped more than 1,000 people avoid spinal surgery without drugs, without surgery, getting back to active living. So the great Wayne Gretzky, famous hockey player, once said, you don't want to skate to where the puck is, you want to skate to where the puck is going. And in your life, as you're thinking about moving forward, you only see where healthcare is right now. You don't see where healthcare is going. Dr. Pepper, who's my wife, we've been married and together now for 27 years. And she does something called functional medicine. Medical doctors are leaving medical practice to go and practice functional medicine because they realize that drugs and surgery are not always the answer. 
So in a, a more therapeutic environment, whether you're a PTOT, there's tremendous value in those professions. But they cannot do what chiropractors do. And certainly, whatever it is that you decide to do in your own life, you have to be fully invested and passionate in what it is that you want to do. I've been in private practice from day one. We actually were crazy enough. We got out of school, <laughs> took out loans, and got in more debt, and then started a practice. And it's just hustle. It's hustle. It's day in, day out. Wake up. Do it, right? So you're either doing that, you're either on your own, or you're actually working in somebody else's office. You're working in a hospital setting. You're working in an outpatient center. So I think to think about what do you want your life to look like? What do you want your day-to-day -to, -day to look like? What is it that thing that calls to you when you're doing it, you could do it all day long? Because if not, and the honeymoon is over, there's just you and your work. So if you're sitting right now and you're not sure you even want to go down a therapeutic path and you want to help people in that way, you may want to consider a different direction. And maybe you didn't expect somebody to say that. But my goal for you, and what I would hope for you, is that you actually choose a profession that you're really passionate about, that you want to do, that you want to help people, that you want to dig in. Chiropractic offers an incredible array of different options. The first is that there are specialties within chiropractic. You can specialize in orthopedic, you can specialize in sports medicine, you can specialize in functional neurology, you can specialize, there's chiropractors that work, like I said, for sports teams, they work in hospitals, they work in a whole bunch of different environments. And even within each specialty, there are a myriad of different types of techniques and methodologies that you can use. The vast majority of the people that in this room that have probably been to chiropractors have probably maybe experienced one or two different techniques. I pulled up a list online of about 300 different techniques. Uh, two pages, double column there. Okay. So I was very fortunate because I went a fairly untra uh, a untraditional route as far as my chiropractic experience. You know, in the first year that I was under chiropractic care, I probably saw five different chiropractors. And it wasn't because I wasn't satisfied with the chiropractic experience from the first person. It was because I began to realize that there were different chiropractors and I wanted to experience it all. So if it's something that, that, something that I say today or something that sparks you within you that you want to you check it out, I would look around, check out some different practices, go talk to some chiropractors. Pretty friendly bunch, but they really, they really just want to help people. 
You know, I've been very fortunate because I've taken care of newborn babies. Both my kids were born at home. They had their first chiropractic adjustment hours after they were born. I've taken care of kids, taken care of athletes, taken care of some of the Panthers. I've taken care of some of the Redskins. Some, I took care of a guy who was a retired NFL player. He played for eight years in the NFL, which is unheard of these days. And unfortunately, with the wear and tear that a person has on their life, you know, football has probably the highest level of wear and tear on the body, he ended up needing neck surgery because he was having a bone that was physically pressing on a nerve. Happens. If you're an athlete, I had a college football coach tell me in my office, he said, I don't know an athlete on the face of the planet that does not have injuries. And injuries are not just you have a concussion. Injuries are chronic posture, bad posture. How many people you see like this looking down at their phone all day long? They have this condition now called text neck. What you don't realize is that technology is putting you in a position that is actually deteriorating your body faster than you realize. And I don't say that because I want to scare you, but I do want to impress upon you that the positioning, and this is one of the things that I teach, the positioning of your body matters. Anybody heard of this thing called gravity? Gravity doesn't give a shit whether you slouch or not. Doesn't. If you're looking down at your phone, if you're talking on your laptop, if you're... Whatever it is that you're doing, stand up straight. Realize that gravity is a compressing force. And then below us, do you know what's under this carpet here? Cement. It's hard. I didn't think at 22 I'd be talking about this, but I realized that the people that are coming to see me in my office that are having problems are younger and younger. And again, I don't say this because I want to scare you. I say this because you need to take responsibility for your body and medicine is not going to fix you. You have to fix you. You have to take care of your body and be proactive about the things that you do in your life because is anybody going to do it for you? Anybody going to tell you to go to the gym? Anybody going to tell you to stretch? Anybody going to tell you to work on your core? Anybody going to tell you to drink more water? Anybody going to tell you to not eat that extra candy bar? Nobody. It's you. So in your own profession and what it is that you want to do, you have to decide what you want your life to be like. So I'm going to talk for a little while here, and then I'm going to open up. If you all want to ask some questions, I'm happy to answer anything that you want to answer. But chiropractic is amazing. It's amazing. It changes lives. 
It helps people from going completely disabled to actually being active in their life. But that doesn't mean that every single person that enters in my office gets better. You know, we've saved over 1,000 people from spinal surgery. Some of those people who, are, who come see me need spinal surgery because they've let their problem get so bad. So when you're looking at a profession, one of the things that you want to look at is what, is, what are the day-to-day activities that you're going to be doing every day? In your lifting, in your bending, in your helping people. I had a patient one, one time, he was a nurse, and he used to lift very big people. And since he was a guy and he was stronger than the other people there, they would use lifts and hoists, but the fact is, he was killing himself trying to lift these people. You have to decide what environment that you want to be in. I wanted to be in an environment where people were enjoying themselves, where they were having a good time, where they were happy to be there, when they walked out of the office and they didn't feel so good walking in, but they felt great walking out. That's where I wanted to be. I've had the unique opportunity to take care of many, many different professional athletes, musicians, performers. I was chiropractor for Cirque du Soleil for a couple years when I lived in Tyson's Corner. They, they uh, used to set up their tents right probably about a mile from my office, and I used to come down there and adjust. Now, actually, they have full-time PTs and OTs that actually travel with them. So again, it's not, any, it's not one way. There's different ways. In 1996, I started to adjust professional musicians. I actually took care of the Allman Brothers. I worked with Earth, Wind & Fire for close to 10 years. I worked with the Gypsy Kings for close to 10 years. I don't know if you guys have any idea who these people are. <laughs> you guys know who Prince is? Took care of Prince. Took care of Aerosmith. Took care of the Eagles. Took care of Sarah McLaughlin. Al Jarreau. You think if you're a PT, you can actually knock on the door and go, Hi, I'm a PT. Can I help you with your care? No. But as a chiropractor, it actually opens doors. Oh, you're a chiropractor? Yeah, come on in here. A friend of mine knew Kenny Loggins and, and introduced us, and we ended up taking care of Kenny Loggins. Last week, I took care of a woman. She was number six, number six um, U.S. women's triathlete in the country. And what I noticed when I was taking care of her was that she had trainers. She had a whole team around her that was supposed to be keeping her in tip-top shape. And I said, come in here. Let's check you out. And just like everybody else, think she was any different? Nope. She was all twisted up. 
and she was having some discomfort. It was, she wouldn't call it pain. She was having some tightness and weakness on one side of her body. And we talked a little bit about it. And they're actually currently located in San Diego, and they're talking about moving, it to, moving their team to Charlotte. I'm thrilled. <laughs> so there's all sorts of different options. Chiropractic is pretty much a four-year program. You have to have an undergraduate degree, or at least I think you have to have at least three years. I've actually finished my undergraduate when I was in chiropractic school. I had a total of nine years. It's work. None of this is a cakewalk. You know, PT is probably, of all the professions, probably the most competitive of all of them. So you have to want it. You've got to be hungry. You have to want to go after what it is that you want. Because you know what? If you fall down, there's somebody right behind you coming up the rear saying, you know what? I'll take your place. So be mindful, be thoughtful about where you're going next. You know, we used to do the pros and cons list, right? It was the, the Benjamin Franklin, I think it was. Pros and cons, okay? Which do I want to do here? How do I make a decision? In my more recent life, I've gone on what I call thinking walks. I wish I would have discovered this when I was younger. You know, sometimes there's so much chatter in your brain around school, around friends, around things that are going on in your life, sometimes you need to just extract yourself from that and get quiet inside your mind. And all top performers access that part of themselves. So what I do, I just walk around the neighborhood. I don't take my phone with me. I don't take anything. But my goal is one thing, and that is... I said to myself a couple years ago, I said, there is no excuse for not solving the problems in my own life. We all have problems. We all have challenges. And so you have to look at your challenges and go, okay, what's the solution here? What can I do? And sometimes it's not one way. It may be multiple ways, but you ultimately have to begin to choose. So visit some chiropractors. I'm happy for you to come by the office and we can have a talk about it if, if, if you want to do that. I'm here to help you. I'm here not to brag or to tell you anything really about me, but I'm helping you. I want to give you perspective on what it actually is and what it is not. My day-to-day, I take care of patients. I help them. I help them with their lifestyle. I, we talk about posture. We talk about fitness. We talk about them losing weight. We talk about them living a great life. Don't you want to live a great life? want to live a great life, right? You only got one. And not what your parents want you to do and not what your teachers want you to do, what you want to do. It's your life. So I went to chiropractic school. I started in the fall of 1993. I graduated in December 96. I opened my practice in April 97. 
currently in my 22nd year. Love it. The future of my practice, or the future of my career, is really I'm, I'm uh, launching a podcast, launching a YouTube channel. We're taking everything online, which is really the direction that most things are going right now. Doesn't mean I won't have a brick and mortar location, but I've got a bigger message to be able to share. But I believe that chiropractic is going to be at the top. I was at a seminar, um, continuing ed seminar, a couple years ago, and a guy was talking about a United Healthcare study that said that they did a research on patient satisfaction, cost of treatment, length of recovery. Chiropractic is at the top. At the top. So for those of you who don't know what chiropractic is, chiropractic is at the top. I had a conversation with the head of orthopedic surgery at Georgetown University. I was helping some, uh, a patient to recover from a disc problem in his lower back. And I said to him, with all due respect, sir, you're not correct in what you're saying. Because I know, and I know what I do with people, and I know the changes that happen in their body. He didn't want to hear it. They don't want to hear that people are actually getting better and getting on with their life. I want people to have a better life. I want them to be healthy their entire life. I want them to avoid disability. Anybody know what the number one cause of disability in the world is? Low back injury. Anybody have low back injury? I see a couple of hands go up. Guys are young. Take care of your body. Chiropractic can help you take care of your body. But you have to make it a priority. We take most major medical insurance, Blue Cross, United Healthcare, Aetna, Cigna, Medicare. Insurance companies will never reimburse me for what it is that I do for people. Never, ever, ever. Okay? I make a good living, but they will never pay me what I'm worth. But for me, the practice of chiropractic is really about helping people. It's not about me at all. I feel very blessed that I've had the opportunity to do what I do, but it's really about the people. So if you, if you have some questions or something you're struggling with or something you want to ask about chiropractic, you have an opportunity to ask right now and don't be bashful because you know what, some, if you're thinking of something, somebody else probably has, has the same question. So what do, you, what do you have for me here? Over here. Yes. Chiropractic is the science, art, and philosophy that deals with the relationship between the spine and the nerve system. 
You have two, two structures in your body that are completely surrounded in bone. One of them is the head, right? Protects your brain. The other is your spinal column, and your spinal column protects your spinal cord. As long as your brain can effectively transmit messages from your brain down your body to your arms, to your legs, to your organs, everything works well. But if you have injury or you have any sort of interruption in that signal, it can be a biochemical problem, which Dr. Pepper will talk to you more about on Friday, and it can be a physical problem. It interrupts that signal and prevents the body from effectively communicating. Sometimes that, and that ends up causing pain, weakness, tingling, numbness, dizziness, nausea, all sorts of different problems. So what chiropractors use, chiro chiropractic really means done by hand. Use our hands. Some chiropractors use instruments, which I'm not going to go into more detail than that, but they use different instruments. There are some chiropractors that only actually treat the first and second bone in the neck. It's called upper cervical specific. So like I said, there's lots of different types of chiropractors. I tend to take care of the body more kind of full spine, meaning I, I really take care of the whole body. I help people with their knees, with their ankles, with their shoulders, <laughs> with their hands. I mean, I get people with carpal tunnel syndrome. I get people with, um, um, you name it. Does that work for you? <laughs> Let's give somebody else an answer. Yes. What is, how does that work? So she asked the question, what's, what's the relationship between chiropractic and allergies? So I'm going to teach you all something here, which they're not going to teach you in school. There's basically problems in the body generally occur in three different ways. That's it. It's either a structural problem, bones, muscles, ligaments, tendons, cartilage, disc, bursa, right? Your physical skeleton. It's your neurology, your brain, your spinal cord, all your peripheral nerves, all the nerves go all over your body. Or it's your metabolic function, which Dr. Pepper's gonna talk about on Friday. When I was in school, I remember being in fourth grade and they said, there's systems in the body. You got your cardiovascular system and your digestive system and your integumentary system and your endocrine system. You got all these systems. So what they've done, what medicine has done, is divided these all up into specialties. Problem is, the specialties are not talking. They're not communicating. So the relationship between chiropractic and allergies is that allergies is primarily actually a gut issue. There are a lot of research is coming out talking about the relationship between what's called your microbiome, which is your terrain of your digestive system and how it relates with your brain. Because if you can't feed energy to your brain, how are you supposed to live your life? And a lot of these problems, whether you're looking at Alzheimer's, you're looking at Parkinson's, you're looking at all sorts of things, they're looking at these interrelated issues. So allergies is, is more of an immune issue. I took care of a guy years ago who actually was HIV positive. 
and what I experienced with him, because I had no idea whether it was going to make any difference at all, his T cells actually went up when he was under chiropractic care. And what that told me was, heck, if you can raise T cells in an HIV positive person, the heck if you can't change their allergies. I think it's partially neurological. I think it's partially metabolic. But back when I was seeing him, I wasn't doing any of the metabolic stuff at all. I was just simply just my hands, spine, that was it. Other questions? Over here. How much do you know about chiropractic technique? <laughs> okay. So, so for me, what was important about chiropractic was that I actually had a beginning and an end to the treatment. I wanted to know when I was actually done for the day. You're not going to completely fix somebody in one visit, though that does happen. So I use different, what they call analyses. And so I, I, I use analyses, I use SOT, which is called sacro-occipital technique. Anybody heard of craniosacral therapy? Yes, no? Craniosacral therapy is actually, Upledger was a student of DeJarnet who was a chiropractor. I use network spinal analysis as part of my analysis. I use motion palpation, which is really just feeling the spine. I use Thompson, which is, uh, there's a, again, there's specific methodologies for looking at certain things. One of the fundamental beliefs that I have about the human body is that the body is not perfectly symmetrical, but you want the body to be as symmetrical as it can be. And so to the degree that you create symmetry within the frame of the body, you can actually move people faster through their treatment. And so people come into me and they have scoliosis, they've got bends in their spine, they've injured playing sports, they've got bad posture, all sorts of different things, and their body is being pulled out of that symmetrical movement. So part of what I was saying about taking care of your body, you want to look at how you're using the frame of your body. I'm 6'2", I've got a long way to fall down here, right? So I have to really work to, you know, I lift weights four or five days a week. I do CrossFit a couple days, one, two days a week. I do HIIT exercises. I train. <laughs> I train. You cannot do this work. You can't be a PTOT. You can't be any of, any of these things if you do not train. My office is in an office park that holds 6,500 employees, Fortune 500 companies. They sit all day long. And that's what you're going to experience. People sit all day long. They say that sitting is the new smoking. So you're going to be taking care of a lot of people that are sitting in front of computers, on computers, all sorts of different things. But symmetry is key. Symmetry is key. But the analysis is how I look at the body. And I've developed my own kind of methodology, which is kind of an amalgam of different techniques. All the way in the back. I was wondering if you found 
Got it. Thank you. So one of the conversations that I have with people, which she's referring to, is there's two extremes in, I would say, in nature, more than I would say in the human body, but it is in the human body too. So we know what flexibility is, right? What's on the opposite end of flexibility? You got to speak up because I can't hear you. I'm sorry? Okay, so stiffness, rigidity. I use a slightly different word, which is stability. So stability and flexibility are actually inversely proportional, which means as your, as your, as your stability goes up, what happens to your flexibility? It goes down. The floor is hard. You can't move the floor. But the opposite extreme is you can actually be too flexible. It's actually one of the areas where I think chiropractors are going wrong. You can actually introduce too much force into the body and you'll actually, I'm not saying that there's chiropractors out there damaging people's bodies. They don't, you know, it doesn't happen that quickly like that. But what I'm saying is that you can actually, if a joint is moving too easily, the goal is not to move it more. You need to lock it down and stabilize it. So oftentimes when people come to me, um, there's a, there is a, it's a chronic problem. People have chronic instability issues in their body. So this is my, kind of one of my most recent revelations, is that you can have strong muscles and weak ligaments. You know what your ligaments do, right? What do your ligaments do? They hold your bones together. <laughs> what happens when your ligaments fail? What do you do? Oh, shit. <laughs> so people come into me. I mean, listen, some of it is, you know, it could be a weight thing. It could be an injury thing. How many of you like to run? I always get lots of hands there. Running's a great activity, but you know what? It carries one of the highest wear and tear factors of any activity on the planet. Ankles, knees, back, hips, neck. I ran a marathon in 92. At that time, I was doing a 615. I was fast. Tore the medial meniscus in my right knee. Did an MRI. They told me I needed surgery. I said, no, 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 no. Took me three and a half years to rehab. I worked in the pool. I strengthened my body. I worked on my alignment. I ended up meeting the, the Hawaiian Ironman triathlon coach. He helped me with my running gait. I still kept running. These days, I don't run so much long distance. Um, I did eight years of triathlons, mostly Olympic and half Ironman distance races. But there's a wear and tear on the body, and so you have to be careful of that. And it can cause chronic instability in your lower back. So it can be a physical problem, like you were saying with allergies, it can be a physical problem, it can be a neurological problem, it can also be a metabolic problem. 
What I haven't told you so far is I was vegan for 14 years. It was really bad for me. It made my ligaments and my soft tissue like gush. So at that time, I was seeing a professional, and I was taking all sorts of different supplements and, and, and glandulars and all sorts of different things. And she said, you can keep doing this. You can go buy the cow. And I said, no. And I said, no. And I said, no. And I said, no, for two years. And finally, I said, what? Shit. So I did, and I've been eating meat ever since. But you have to know your own body, and part of what Dr. Pepper's going to talk to you on Friday is that that your metabolic function, your biochemistry is individual. You have to take care of your own body, which is going to be different than the person sitting right next to you. Who else has a question? Right here. Say it one more time. So I know a lot of people are skeptical about seeing chiropractors. What brings people in for treatment? There's no scientific case evidence that proves it works. It's a great question. A lot of the skepticism, I would say, really comes from that whole AMA versus Wilkes case. There's still residual conversation out there about it. You want to know how much I pay in malpractice insurance? $500 a year, which means that you're more likely to get in an auto accident than I am to actually injure somebody. So I think that sometimes untruths get propagated simply because there's some sort of motivation somewhere. Um, I think some people are scared of their spine popping or cracking. They, don't, they just don't know. <coughs> You know, but they'll, you know, they'll do it themselves. <laughs> it's really specific. You know, there's, as in all professions, there's good and bad, right? I was watching some videos online of people adjusting. I'm like, oh, I just wouldn't do it that way. But again, people have their own practices. But I think that sometimes you have to try and you have to trust Trust meaning you have to trust the individual. Maybe your friend went to a chiropractor or your parents went to a chiropractor or somebody went to a chiropractor and they said, you really should go to this person. Have an experience. See what it's like. Who else? Over here. Other than what? I think that there's the two main things that you and I have control over is our physical structure, which could be posture, it could be sports-related activities, it could be its positioning. Posture literally means positioning. So the, either the positioning of your body or your metabolic function, which is really revolves around your food. But it's not just your food, because if you put grade A food in your body, that doesn't mean that your body's actually going to be able to digest that food. Like I was eating stellar for close to 30 years, and then I got some lab work on myself, blood work, urinalysis, saliva testing, that sort of thing, and got some issues. 
but I'm completely asymptomatic. So health is not just how you feel, it's also actually what's going on on the inside of your body. But those are the two main things. Take care of yourself physically, take care of yourself biochemically. One more question, I think we gotta wrap it up here, yes? One more? Okay, over here. So what do you think? So she said she said it she said that people like will pop or crack their own back. Do you recommend that or not recommend that? It's a great question. It really comes back to what I was saying before about flexibility and stability. What happens when you move a joint repetitively over and over and over again? Because you don't do it just one time, do you? You do it multiple times a day, and why are you doing it? You want to relieve the pressure or whatever the case is, right? What you don't realize when you do that is the solution is more to go the other direction, which is actually to strengthen your body, okay? When you're more stable. I had a, I had a yoga teacher. She had been teaching for 30 years come to see me, and we had this conversation. And I said, you have chronic instability issues. You're too flexible. You need to do strength exercises. And her eyes got really, really big. She said, holy shit. Yeah. Like, what am I doing to people? Is what she said. That's what she said. It's very serious, right? Okay, one more <laughs> over here. <laughs> Um, I went to Logan College of Chiropractic, which is now Logan University in St. Louis, Missouri. I think these days, if I was going to go to chiropractic school, I'd probably go to, to Life University in Atlanta. I love the, uh, the program and the person who's running the school right now. Very good. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. If you liked today's episode, then please subscribe on iTunes and make sure to check out our YouTube page called Living Max Health. There you will find helpful videos on how to get out of pain and live a healthier lifestyle. We appreciate your honest feedback. We're here to help you.